Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them. You're getting faster at that. Well, if you hold it up where I can see it, it works better. Oh, yes, you know. all this time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is number what podcast? And uh, we just figured like out to hold four. Maybe? We just figured out to hold the paper where we could see it. Oh, <laughs> well, first we had to figure out to write on the paper. So, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, that gender stuff again. Oh, that gender stuff. That gender stuff. Yeah. Because we mentioned last time that some of the changes that I'm having, uh, others' reactions and that kind of stuff have clarified or highlighted or made, made you notice things that yes. you do outside of your gender. Oh, my. <laughs> and you should see the look on his face. <laughs> You are too funny. <laughs> like, you know, there is such a thing, not to us, but... No, not to us, and it's funny because you and I both have sort of lived outside of the binary for so long that trying to push you back into the binary has been funny watching you settle back in. Was I there before? I don't know. I okay, don't, then I, watching you settle into the binary I is... I don't remember. I might have been probably when I was younger. I think... I probably was, and then I realized it wasn't working so good because I was... Maybe during your church years you tried to be on the other side. No. No, you didn't even then? No. 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 I saw pictures. When I I was about 14 and wished I had this facial hair that I'm getting now, and it wasn't happening, I think that's where it ended. That's where what ended? The whole binary idea. Oh. Because it's really only an idea. It is. Okay. It is a cultural construct, but... And that's what we're talking about, cultural constructs today. Right? (laughs) I love you. You are too funny. (laughs) They can't see my face on the... On the, on the podcast, I wish they could. Uh, uh. One of these days, I'm going to steal your picture and put it up there anyway. What picture? I don't know. <laughs> Just so that our listeners can see you, and I'm going to put it up for like five minutes on our Tumblr and say, "All right, next week at Tuesday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, <laughs> it'll be there for five minutes from 5:03 to 5:08." <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna put that somewhere else first, so they all know that, and then they'll go back and look. I don't know. Oh, okay. I probably won't because I'm just being a smart aleck just did now. My, my funny chin hair. <laughs> I love your funny chin hair. On our Tumblr, we got an invite to do some uh, gender queer uh, compilation project, but it involved our pictures. And so I had to turn them down and say, I'm sorry, because of our professional concerns, we don't use our pictures on anything. But if there's any other way... I'm nosy to know what they're doing, so you'll have to tell me. I'll I'll tell you. I'll show you the invite. It came in a Tumblr message. Right. But, um, yeah, like you said, a lot of the things that you've been saying lately have kind of put a finer point on my gender, or lack thereof, or genders, or... 
I don't know. Because I'll say, for example, I'll say something like, and now when I get bumped to it's, sorry, boss. And you'll say, I'd say that. And I'd say, yes, but that's you, dear. That's not what most women would say to a guy. It's not what most, I had that wrong, what most guys would say. No. No, sorry. No, no, women women would not tell you, sorry, boss. They'd say, oh, pardon me. Yes, they would. (laughs) Excuse me, sorry. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd say, excuse me, boss. That's just you, though. You and our other... Behind you, coach. Gender queer friends, wherever they may be. Yes. Because <laughs> they're not here with us. <laughs> yeah, the trans meeting we went to the other day didn't have many theys or thems or, you know, everybody was pretty binary. We went to a... Uh, yes, we did. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm thinking, no, you're right, I didn't see any theys. Yes, I was going to clarify you. for our friends. <laughs> And he just looks at me and points at the microphone like, okay, I'm shutting up now. <laughs> no, don't. But, um, and so I keep talking. <laughs> yes, this is going to point out some other things. It probably will. <laughs> but yes, we went to a um, gender education seminar. Um, they had a dual track education program. One was for uh, clinicians, for nurses, doctors, therapists, that kind of people. Professional side, yeah. Professional health and mental health workers. Mm -hmm. Continuing education. Yes, getting getting your uh, relicensing credits. And the sound of the drums at the high school up the road is terribly distracting. distracting to the music teacher and geek type person. I I miss teaching big kids. I really do. Big kids thought it was cool that I was not really girly. The small people. Are confused by it. They are. They are. I know this. I once had a four-year-old ask me if I was a boy or a girl because my hair was short. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I miss big kids. One of these days we'll talk about some of the queer kids that I've taught too, because I'd like to tell those stories, but moving on. Um, yeah, we went to the seminar and, oh, and the other track was just general education, and that's where most of the trans folk were, and it was kind of funny giving, seeing, you know, the trans 101 or recognizing the T in LGBT in half the room is. It was for the alliance side and so folks that were not there for the professional side and and that room was kind of small were hanging out with the people who were students or otherwise uh, alliance support people yes it was the ally track yes there you go yes and so you know there were some pastors and there were some teachers and people who don't need um health-oriented licensing credits. Right. But, you know, that also means that that's where all of our trans friends were and seeing the pronoun badges, pronouns matter, and then an empty line where you could sharpie in your own pronouns, and I had written they and them. And I think I was the only one. 
Although I don't know because we didn't check in that other room where the tables and stuff were to make sure. I was scanning them. But, yeah, so there aren't a lot of non-binary type folks here. But it's, it, it's, it might take them a while to figure that out. Yeah, uh, I did see one person who was dressed very femininely and had a he-him badge. But that's, again, a binary, bigendered, which I guess is more queer than trans-specific, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, I'm going to quit babbling now. <laughs> no, she won't. But you'll get more specific about it. <laughs> That's okay. I'm listening. Yeah, things like you'll you'll say, um, you know, when you said that your eyes glaze over at women's voices, my eyes glaze over at everyone's voice. <laughs> I don't know. I just got a bad case of Migo. I have better things to do. <laughs> Then listen to people who like to continue on and on and on and on, like I'm doing now. And people who like to hear themselves talk. Yes. Or think everybody else wants to. I, I, I've always seen myself as just a person, and I think we talked about this some, some months back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I learned a lot of my social skills mostly by trial and error. Because... Yeah, you said you'd, you'd do something one way and... That would be a dude way to do it, and they didn't know what to do with you. And then you went, oh, okay, let me look around and see what everybody else is doing. But see, that's the thing. I didn't think of it as being the dude way to do it. I was thinking of, okay, this is my natural bent. This is my natural way of interacting, but it's not working. So let me try something else. Because I hadn't grown up with a lot of social skills. My parents were too busy raising their glass to raise their children. Mm -hmm. And so... I, you know, I learned a lot of my social skills in college by way of trial and error, and it was doing what was natural and then realizing this is not working and I need to figure out something better that will work because I see a lot of people who, oh, this is just who I am and I'm going to... I'm going to plow through. Mm. But And then I'll get mad when they're not paying attention. Right. And you I, like you like to figure out how to get their attention. That's probably the performer side, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. I am a performer. Yeah. And, you know, it, it reminds me of how Kate Bornstein says, Bornstein? Bornstein? I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. It's a word. Like, I'm going to remember. You're asking me. <laughs> yeah, you're not the word person. All right. But, yeah, the way that she says that gender is performance. Mm-hmm. And so for me to try on one way of interacting and say, well, this is not getting me the results that I want. And so I'll try on this other way of interacting and this gets better results. And maybe if I blend back in some shades of this other, oh, this gets great results. And at the time I wasn't thinking of it as a gendered thing, but now watching you and the way that you're interacting and the way that other people expect you to interact or respond to your interactions is really contrasting the genderedness of those experimentations that I was doing while I was learning to socialize. Right. It, it makes sense. 
to me. I hope it makes sense to other people. But Right. So, yeah, like you said, um, you know, you're excuse me, boss, when, you know, some guy's behind you in the grocery store aisle. Or, like, I called my principal bro. Mm -hmm. And he just looked at me confused, and I'm like, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, you're kind of still within your own world over there, you know, so you can get away with some of it. I can, and part of it's because I'm a performer, and they expect, you know, the music teacher, the choir, the band geek, the performer geek to be a little oddball anyway. And because they knew at the time that I had a wife, or what they perceived to be a wife, and so I'm queer, and so I'm expected to be a little odd anyway, but calling your principal bro apparently is not appropriate social protocol if you're a female teacher. Right. Might not be for some guys, too, depending on the status. Yeah. Inter interactive. Dif you know, the differences in the status. Yeah. And <clears throat> another thing was, like, how... Um, how you ask for assistance. Oh yeah, yeah. Girls are girls are different. Girls are so different. They don't they don't say please help with or Hey man, can you give me a hand with this? Yeah. I could use a hand with this. Yeah. It's do you know how to? So so this girl asks me, you know, I'm I'm helping carry a bed into one of our friends' houses and you know, we had transported it for them because we have the big car. And do you know anything about bed frames? You see, that didn't even mention putting it together. No. Or assembly. No. Assistance. It was, do you know anything about? It's very uh, vague. It is. But, and I... but we know what to do with it. We say, oh, well, the, this person is asking. Yes, I do. Here, let me do that for you. Yes. That's the answer. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a typically feminine way of interacting that implies one's own ignorance or helplessness for the sake of seeking somebody else's capability and making them feel special about being able to help me. And I think it's the stupidest thing on earth. I think it's it is a something you see in our social culture though. It is. It's, it could just be a big wide invitation of crap. I don't know how what to do with this bed frame. It's supposed to hold the bed and doesn't look like it'll do that from this. So you say to the person, "What's going on in your head? Do you know anything about bed frames? Because I sure the hell don't." Right. <laughs> well, and see. For me, if I need help with something, I will... It's more direct. It is more direct. And for most men, it's more direct. It's, hey, man, could you give me a hand with? Mm -hmm. Or, I need... Or just I've... telling them to give you, you know, give me yeah. a hand with this. You don't even ask sometimes. Right. Yeah. And... I could use a hand with it. Uh, yeah, and that's the other thing, is to state the need, as opposed to... state your own incapacity no guys won't do that no no, no. and it feels typically really... guys won't do that not in no. american culture i no. don't know about other ones 
No, in, in, in most Western cultures, it's not a matter of, I can't and hope that someone can. It's a matter of, hey, could you? Hey, do this. Because we all know most, at least when, when I was growing up, I would hear women say this. Guys are not going to ask for help. They're going to do it the wrong way because they just don't want to ask for help. No, no, they don't. And they're going to ask if they do have to ask, if it's something that's not too terribly inconvenient or uh, embarrassing mm -hmm. to ask about, then it's going to be the direct, hey, man, help me with. Mm -hmm. Hey, get the other end of this mattress. I wonder if it's if it's changed over over time, you know, if it's gotten any better or well, by better from from my perspective would be less of the stereotype of a guy's not going to ask for directions or a guy's not going to ask how to do something or or if it's just the particular surroundings, the world I live in that there is some some more people like that. Some more people who are neutral or some more people who are terribly stereotypical? See, this is where we need your help. <laughs> Clarifying what I'm talking about. Talk yes, about what you're saying. I am, I'm trying to talk about what I'm saying. Um, people who will ask for help with something that they wouldn't otherwise, such as directions. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of the profession that you work in. Because a lot of people in public assistance and in mental health have learned to be a little bit more self-aware and are willing to be a little bit more open about well and there's other there's other technology and stuff that's available so that could particularly help the directionally challenged um but i was going to say about about technology that's something that typically we we hear or see guys doing of, and you do this, you take the phone and you just play with everything on it and try to figure it all out and try to figure out if there's more things to figure out. Yes. And, and um, lots of it's women the, will say, I don't know how to do this, and they hand you the phone. Yes, they do. And, you know, it's sort of like when, when we got the new toaster and I was just pushing buttons to figure out how it works. And it's the old adage, when in doubt, read the directions. Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's the guy's way of doing things. You just put it together and fumble with it and play with it and figure it out. You don't read the directions. That's like asking for a map. Nobody asks for a map anymore. No, but still. Well, I, I give you the phone and I say, hey, babe, can you make this do it, this because I know you can do that way quicker than me. Well... Because I hit all the buttons and I play with all the settings and I figure all that crap out. Because that's what I do. But I'm also the geeky. You're the geeky. One. I I don't play with technology so much. Video games are not at all whatsoever interesting to me. I can play so Sorry Sliders with the six-year-old. That's it. <laughs> that's, and that, you know, that holds my interest only because you wave the... We thing around. You don't just sit there and push a button at it. You have to move your arm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, it, I think we had played uh, Mario Party once, and you were able to keep up with that, because, again, it was that board game type thing. Yeah, but I, it was boring to me. It was. And meanwhile, I could sit and video game for hours on end, and it's a good thing that I don't, because I would never go to work or pay our bills or feed our children. I could totally be the blonde chick from the guild. That last one about feeding the children. If you didn't, would they be quieter? <laughs> <laughs> um, only after about no, a yell. week, ten they'd days. Yell, I'm hungry. I want some cheese its That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Only only for about four days. Okay. Then they'd run out of energy. Mm. And we're back to making awful, horrible, cruel jokes about our children. They, they were difficult. <laughs> they were difficult today, but... Uh. And that's the other thing, you know. I they mean, did try to use their utensils. Well, number two did after I scolded number three and took away her plate because she wasn't. Well, we expect her to be a little more civilized, and little did we know the caveman can use a fork and a spoon <laughs> a little bit differently than others, but he did it. Well, he did it to show up his sister. <laughs> it's okay with me. It's oh, sometimes please. the only way we can get either one of them to do anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is just how life is. It is. Yeah. It is. But, you know, the gender thing. Oh, um, how guys problem solve? Girls will have, like, drama for days. You know, like I saw the other day, some guy said, I woke up this morning and found out that I was three days into an argument I didn't know I was having. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And And I'm like, what the heck is all that about? I don't get it. You know, and guys, the the typical response is they'll, you know, they'll slug it out and then everybody's cool. And yeah, they just beat the crap out of each other, but now their aggro is out and they're done. Yeah. And I've learned over the years to be less violent with my frustrations. I don't beat on things or break things anymore. But... I I want to solve a problem and be done with it. I don't want to sit there and stew and steam and... And neither one of us wants to go back with it. Once it's solved, it's just... We have other problems to deal with next. Right? We don't have time to go back to that one. Oh, my gosh. So, So, yeah. And, you know, being able to rubberneck at a hot girl... To look yeah, at some girl's dri- ass. When we're driving that. Oh my this gosh. Is that one, this is a long time ago, but it just, it's a perfect example of we're driving along the side of the road, there's a jogger, and I say to you, that's distracting, and you're like, yeah. Right? So, that's just how we are. It is, and you know, most women, they might notice if there was a attractive person, but they wouldn't just be like, huh. <laughs> Hotness. <laughs> and we're just like, ooh, look at that. And a lot of other people don't know how to deal with that. Like, again, that was that trial and error thing. Was it, I think it was Matt Cayley? Or was it Jameson? No, it was uh, T. Cooper in Real Man Adventures. Okay. When he said that, you know, other guys... That was a fun book. That was a fun book. When he said that other guys will just, like, sidle up to him and be like, oh, look at the cans on that one, huh? (laughs) And that's totally...
totally. I mean, <laughs> that's that's just like, well, that's distracting, you know. Yeah. Well, the kids were in the car, so we had to. Be they were, discreet. and so that's 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 as much as we could say at that yeah. moment. But you know, it's it's that being able to separate the sexuality from the the person. And I don't want to say that, you know, it's easier for me to objectify others sexually, but it is. <laughs> I'm like, and then I'm looking at you like, so what are you going to say? Because <laughs> I know, you know, that's the mystic part of the lady. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a reflection on whether or not I consider them to be worthwhile human beings. It's a reflection on the fact that I like their ass. Yes, and it was truly distracting. <laughs> it was. So, you know, it's... But other people don't know how to deal with that because it's coming from a person who looks like a girl. Yes, it's a little different. And they look at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? Or, how did that happen? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it, they should see you cook. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, I, I've said before, and maybe you can re remind me how I described it exactly, but you, you're moving around the kitchen like probably your dad did. Probably. Can you, you know, operate the barbecue there? Yes, I, I'm the one who grills around here, and I, I do kick most of our dinners, and, you know, I, I could totally be a dad and just feed them frozen pizza every night, but there's just enough mom in me to care if they have balanced nutrition, and more importantly, there's enough dad in me to not want to have to clean up after them if they don't have balanced nutrition. <laughs> but when you're cooking, you, you're moving around the kitchen, you're lumbering around like a large bear. <laughs> I, I do, because I spend a good deal of time in the kitchen. And, you know, it's not get in the kitchen and make you a sandwich. It's, I provide for my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny to and, watch you do those things. And when I was, I think I was in middle school, I learned how to walk quietly. Because before that, I kind of stomped around everywhere like number three child yes like number three child she, she'll she learn gets too. That from you she does <laughs> i was i was graceful until i lost my center of gravity it moved up by about a foot and i haven't gotten it back since i have no sense of balance i trip over air <laughs> but you know in middle school as i was relearning how to balance myself and somebody pointed out to me that I walk really stompy and loud and so I again trial and error I learned oh other people don't respond well when I behave like X and so I will behave like Z mm -hmm. because I don't like the way that the Y's behave they're funny <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to walk quietly but you know, I sneak up on George all the time. He he says, oh, where'd you come from? I didn't hear you. No, and I try to look because that number, number two child, he might get you. <laughs> 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 you know, everybody will get hurt. Oh, my. Sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, you know, I think the only place that I don't walk quietly, you're right, is the kitchen. You, it's not even that you're not walking quietly. It's your upper body movements and your arms. 
it's more, more stiff and your shoulders and your chest are more angular and, yes. and more postured. More postured, yeah. And I had to learn more feminine postures. Again, when I was, you know, doing that trial and error thing in college, I had to, and it, I didn't think of them as being feminine. I thought of them as being more aggressive as opposed to more passive because. Because that's when you ask, do you know anything about beds rather than, hey man, how do you put this thing together? Right. It's and, a passive and, and it seems aggressive, but it can just sometimes be direct. And watching you and the way that other people interact with you have made it clearer to me how these are seen as terribly gendered things in our culture. Mm -hmm. And in that, it's put a sharper focus on the aspects of my psychological makeup that are not that don't fit in the box I hear two buzz <laughs> <laughs> they go wah 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 that's the high school band yes there's a high school band the up the top, road from on us the, on the top of the hill yes. it floats down two buzz Tuba is usually it's See, the drum line. I, I don't know hear. that that was a tuba. Now I know. Now you know it's a tuba when it's low and wonky. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> when it's kind of middly low and it's slidey wonky. Wah, 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 wah. That's a trombone. Okay. <laughs> That's your complimentary music lesson. <laughs> uh, did you did you have more you wanted to say about gender? Um. Probably, but I don't... You will. I will, I'm sure. Eventually. Oh, the way I interact with, like, other people, like, just socially friendly. You know, girls, they'll hold each other's hands, they'll walk arm in arm, they'll lean on each other. Dudes, they, like, walk up to each other and, like, punch each other in the arm and shove each other. Hey, man, how's it going? Thump. And that's what I did for the longest time, and I'm like... That's not what's expected of me? Oh. No. And Vikings probably hurt other people when they do that, and they didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. Have we mentioned that I'm a Viking? We did now. <laughs> yes, my national heritage, my genetic makeup is primarily Scandinavian and Scottish and Irish, which is half Scandinavian Viking anyway. So when you're lumbering around like a bear, it's... I'm a Viking. It's not a small bear. No, no. no it's a big one. In the it kitchen. is. Yeah. Do that again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 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 how, how did you get so squeaky all of a sudden? I don't know. Oh. <clears throat> it could be weird. weird. We should weird take the sage hand. test again because it's that's another thing. It's like I I find myself 
leaning towards more girly behaviors when you lean towards more masculine behaviors. And it's not necessarily intentional. That's really wild. Like when you growl at me and then I giggle. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that? I don't know. You need to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) We should take the sage test again. Because we took it before and we both came up with the same number. Mm -hmm. And it was in the 500s. You're going to put a link to the sage test now. We we can put a link to the sage test. We mean mean you. Yes. (laughs) Sexuality and gender exploration test. It's a gender identity and orientation test. It's this long but very comprehensive. It's really long, and when you get to the ones where it says, uh, "Where's the ones? What were those ones that turn turn oh, off?" Oh yeah, there's there's some that are that they're supposed to use flash, but the thing is so old that the timer runs out before you can actually look at it. Now, what used to be so many flops of the computer used to take like ten seconds, and now it takes like half a second. So skip the flash questions. If they say click for this image, you won't actually get time to look at it anymore. So skip those questions if you do it. But anyway. And any questions you skip just don't count. Yes, they don't count. They 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 neutral. They don't they don't count for number when they math your gender score. And if you don't know what what we're talking about when you get to it and you press it, then the whole thing goes poof, you'll know what we're talking about. Yes. So anyway, yeah, we both came up with negative 500-something, and it was like the same number, and so we had other people take it to, you know, and I went back and I did it again, and I just tweaked some of my numbers just to see, because we thought that was awful fishy that we would get the same score. Mm-hmm. But it was that we actually had gotten the same score, and, you know, it scores things like how you think, what your interests are, your ways of socializing, All your... around this whole gender thing. Well, yeah, all these different gendered things that in our Western culture, and especially in American culture, are considered to be gendered ways of being, that then they math all of these factors into a number score, and the more positive your score is, the more feminine you are, and the more negative number your score is, you're more masculine. And we had both gotten like negative 500-something. And yours said, clearly, female-to-male, transsexual, prepared to transition or in early stages of transition. And this was a couple months ago that we did this. February. And mine said, female-to-male, transsexual, in doubt of your ability to transition. Mm -hmm. And I said, I I don't doubt it, I just don't need it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't think I have anything else to say about that because I'm fading away now. You are. Yeah, it's, it's, you'll just have to talk. It's, it's, it's bedtime. Yeah. We've, we've been up with kids all day, and, and this is our end of the day us time, talking to you, our friends. So feel glad. I hope. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, If friends. they don't feel glad, they can just turn it off. So. Well, yeah, but... We, we hope to be someone's dose of it gets better, someone's dose of somebody else like them. It does get better because I, I just had six months on tea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Woo! Two days ago. 
three days? Yes. Two days? I don't know now because I kept thinking, oh, now it's two days. Oh, now it's, you know. And we'll do a six-month recap episode next week. Okay, sounds good. Yes. All right, let's stop there. Okay, that's it. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission of the hosts. Thanks for listening! We're not doing the intro again, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez.